in the um, essence of minimalism, we came in short on our episode. <laughs> Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time at a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. Many of you have heard of minimalism, but there are a few misconceptions about what it is and what it means. Today we will discuss how we view minimalism and how it can be applied practically to your life. There are five benefits or tips that we will review along with how to use them in your life. Ultimately, this will create more room in your life for meaning and purpose instead of just more consumption. There's a quote that says, the things you own end up owning you. So it's time for spring cleaning in the Bill You household. And we felt that this was a great time to go over a practice that we've been using for years now. We all know that people are pack rats. We know several of them in our lives, mm -hmm. including our daughter. <laughs> mm -hmm. Their homes are filled to the brim with a lot of clutter for things that they don't use. Our home has plenty of stuff in it. Don't get us wrong. <laughs> yeah. And we are looking to clean it out currently. We are all consumers of something. And with kids especially, it's hard not to have some clutter in your life. We've all heard of the concept of having less things and instead having more experiences. This is the path that we want to walk, and to do that, we follow a sense of minimalism. Minimalism is a practical lifestyle that focuses on removing clutter from many facets of our lives. There aren't a lot of rules to it either. No, and we don't follow it super strict. We don't live out of a backpack. Right. <laughs> so, this lifestyle is not about purging all your worldly possessions and living out in the wilderness. Minimalism is all about just owning what adds value and meaning to your life. Do you actually use this? Is it serving you? It's sort of that less is more concept. So it doesn't mean that you're poor, doesn't mean that you're not sentimental. Something I'm accused of a lot of. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that you don't care about your things, but you're simply just boiling down your life to be more efficient. In fact, that you value the things that you do have because you have less of them. A minimalist values quality, not quantity. Which, again, we're not the strictest minimalist, but we do apply a few of these things to our life. Think about this example. How many people do you know, and maybe some of you listening are these people, do you have a closet full of clothes, many of which might have been sort of expensive at the time you bought them? And now you only wear about five or six outfits ever. I do. Especially after COVID. Yeah. And working from home. Uh, neither of us really, and even our children don't necessarily have a closet full of clothes, but... And they're not real expensive. Yeah. We, we tend to thrift shop a My lot. My comfy stuff is on the left side, and that seems to be the only <laughs> area that I've been touching lately. I have lots of blouses and things like that from when working full time. 
even today you mentioned, I don't even know why I'd buy another polo. Mm -hmm. Like six or eight of them that I don't even hardly wear anymore. Yeah. And we don't have walk-in closets in our home either. Mm -hmm. We only have double door closets. So that, that definitely helps us keep the clothes at bay and everything. But honestly, I mean, if I'm in a pair of jeans, then we must be on a date. Yeah. That's like prom. (laughs) (laughs) That's these days, you know, it's, it's good to have some stuff like that for an emergency. Like every guy should have a nice sport coat Mm -hmm. and you should have a tie of course, and dress shoes. And you know, there's going to be formal Mm -hmm. events that come up that you don't plan for and you don't wear these things every day, but you need to have them. Every hand. girl should have a little black dress. Yes. You know, a nice a, a black dress that you could wear on a nice date or something mm-hmm. like that. But for the most part, we live in comfy clothes, you know, because we don't deal with the public <laughs> daily. It's got to be more efficient, right? Think about these these cl- clothes is a good example, but it could be decor, it could be kids toys, it could be all sorts of different things. You probably spend a lot of time shopping around for these things uh, even window shopping things you tried on or looked at that you didn't wind up buying but then there's a lot of these things that you took home that you spent time in the checkout lane you shopped around you tried them on you compared prices in some cases so now they're just taking up space i don't know how many times you'd go home and try something on and it's like well it doesn't quite fit like it like i thought it would or it doesn't look as good as i thought it it did if in the store. you have stuff hanging in your closet with tags on it. Right. Oh, my Lord. So let's go over five benefits and tips to minimalism. Number one, find one thing and remove it from your home. This not only creates a space mentally, but also physically in your home. Start small and build on it. Some examples, old clothes, like we just talked about, kids' toys, etc., It won't hurt you to part ways with it. Especially if it has dust on it. (laughs) (laughs) Secondly, stop buying new things. You may need to get off your computer or your phone and stop shopping. Jeff Bezos doesn't Mm. need any more money, guys. For example, here's an example. So I want a boxwood wreath for the front door. Okay. I don't just go on Amazon and buy the first one that I see. I actually take some time and I, I look at the reviews. This is like a like a maybe a $15 wreath that I'm, I'm taking some time to look at some reviews and things like that because I want to make sure I'm getting the best value for the wreath that I'm getting. So that's something. But you don't see me popping around to five different stores looking for the most perfect wreath. Time is money. And in five hours, I could buy a lot of wreaths for... <laughs> For the time that I spent. Well, and this relates to an earlier episode on the busy disease that people don't seem to have time for a meaningful hobby or a side business or to read a book or to play with their kids. Yet they seem to have had time, especially prior to COVID, they had time to shop on their weekends or Mm -hmm. at night on days off or whatever. They seem to have a lot of time for that. Mm-hmm. but yet didn't have time for these other things that would have served a better purpose. Exactly. Additionally, to stop buying new things, only buy things that you really need. If you feel like you have a problem with shopping and consuming, if the Amazon driver is at your door every day, <laughs> you probably need to set back and only buy things that you really need. Now, for my previous example, people would be like, you don't need a boxwood wreath for your front door. No, I, it, it does not. 
I'm not going to survive if I don't get it. But here's the thing is we already practice a minimalism. And so I know um, the value of that wreath. And I'm probably going to have it for like 10 years, just like a mm-hmm. flipping vacuum that we just got rid of and got a new one. So <laughs> yeah. inventory what's essential in your world right now, not in your ideal world. So if you're having a hard time making ends meet, if you don't have an emergency fund stashed away for something, oh, I don't know, like a pandemic were to happen, mm. inventory what is essential, not your ideal world. Yes, in an ideal world, I would love for my house to look exactly like Joanna Gaines Mm -hmm. and buy all of her Magnolia home stuff. (laughs) But that's just not in our world right now. Or or the what if scenario. Well, what if we have family over Mm -hmm. and what, once a year, Mm -hmm. you're going to have stuff sitting around just in case something happens. Uh, where you might need to whip it out. And it it doesn't work to be thinking about the what if in five years. Mm-hmm. And if all these things go right, I, I'll use this then. Mm-hmm. So just by not buying new things, this will save you a lot of time and stress of shopping. Thirdly, find a decluttering method. I like a good method. And this one's pretty darn simple. We have a link to some resources in the show notes, but you need a process or some structure to declutter your home. We use a three box method. There's a lot of methods out there, but this is my most simple form. You either need to put it away, give it away or sell it. Okay. Or throw it away. So put it away, give or sell and throw away three boxes. That's it. So a lot of people have the time to sell items on Facebook Marketplace or at consignment stores or something like that. That's awesome, you know, that you can make a little bit of money if you have the time to put those things on. But don't hang on to something thinking that someday you'll have the time to put it on a selling platform. If you don't have the time right now to put it on that selling platform, put it in, just donate it. There's so many places to donate. So put away, give or sell or throw away. And what's great too, is that you not only save on your, (laughs) you don't only save on your trash when you're more minimalist. Um, Mm. You know, we don't do this to save the earth um, or reduce the landfill, although that's a benefit. I think another thing is that you can honestly donate things and you may not be making money on it, but it's out of your house, it's out of your way. And you could honestly be helping somebody who's less fortunate who needs a used baseball bat or a backpack or school supplies or clothes that you have just sitting around in a storage space. Mm -hmm. So think of it that way too. By finding a decluttering (laughs) method, you'll start to get better at prioritizing your stuff. What do you really need? And we do this with our daughter because she wants to hold on to every toy, every piece of paper thing she's ever, <laughs> ever made. And we make her choose. Okay, you can keep some things that really mean a lot, but you can't keep everything. We need to pick. Pick three things that you're going to keep out of this box. Okay, the rest of this, some other kid could use more because you haven't honestly touched this in two years. Mm-hmm. If we so. saved every tchotchke that she has <laughs> ever collected... Oh, my Lord. We need storage space for everything. So that's another thing. You could be paying for storage space that you don't even need to be doing. But anyways, number four on our tips and benefits 
is to hold on loosely. No, not the 38 special song. Although I'm probably dating myself I because have no I idea doubt. Who you're talking <laughs> okay, about. never mind. I'll play it for you later. So this could be a mental thing. What are things that you think are meaningful now, but it may not be someday? Or what are things maybe you've held on to for five to ten years that you look at and you're like, wow, I forgot I even had this. This could include prized possessions. Are there things that you could use this space for something else? Golf clubs are a thing for me. It's like if I get new golf clubs, I'm going to repurpose these uh, these old ones and give them to somebody or gift them or oh, you're, something. Oh, you're not going to take two sets no. of golf clubs to the golf course the one no. time a year you go? Imagine that. <laughs> this just says, look, our lives change over time and so do our priorities. Are these things serving you? That's what you need to keep asking yourself. Something to keep in mind, This is this is a mindset, is... This is all about relationships, not possessions. That's what makes life meaningful. That's what makes activities or hobbies or other things more meaningful. There are, of course, individual pursuits and things that you can have on your own. That's your thing, and that's totally fine. But keep on to those things. If it really does mean something to you, don't get rid of it. That's not what this is about. Hold. You can hold on to things, but just try to not be so attached to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just stuff. You can't take it with you when you go. Yeah, it when doesn't you... mean that you're not sentimental or you're not a collector yeah. or something like right. that. We very much are. We have uh, each of our kids gets a Christmas ornament every year. We get a family Christmas ornament every year. So quite a few years, we're going to have a lot of Christmas ornaments. Yeah. But each one means something. And every time we look at it, it brings back a memory of that time. Yes, we only look at it once a year. But yep. it means something to us. Yeah, and hopefully what means something to you or what you're collecting doesn't take up a ton of space. I, I think of people that collect shoes. Ugh. Drives me nuts. Uh, you don't need 15 or 20 pairs of shoes, especially when many of them look the same. Mm-hmm. They're just a slightly different color. That's ridiculous. So the fifth tip is to repeat this practice, and it may even help to join a group. So don't make this a one-time thing, or even twice a year. Don't make it a biannual thing. <laughs> yeah. So you may need to do a 30-day challenge. Those are popular these days. Join an online Facebook group that practices these things and help maybe even get an accountability partner. It may help you stay on track. So again, just remember, this isn't a one-off. These things will start to creep up and accumulate again as they do on us quite often. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're looking for more resources, we uh, mentioned some of the social media and digital stuff, but Cal Newport has put out a few books and some other content on the idea of digital minimalism. We briefly touched on it, but we tried to avoid it because we're going to do a part two episode and dive a little deeper into this. And how how it could be difficult for someone who does uh, online marketing management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because this would probably require you to remove some apps from your phone or log out of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't get all of the emails for all the ads and sales and everything because that can really distract you. There's also some documentaries on Netflix that we've checked out that um, could be really interesting as a follow-up. We really do hope that this provided some value for you in this discussion or at least maybe piqued your curiosity to want to learn more. Uh, you don't have to sell your house and downsize to a trailer or a 300-square-foot home. <laughs> have only one white shirt and... <laughs> yeah, two sets of clothes and... 
yeah, it it's, doesn't have to go that extreme. But we do strongly believe that a more meaningful life will come from practices like minimalism. You can create the space to add more value in your life. And minimalism will help you in your mission and make things a lot more efficient. For this week's call to order, we challenge you to start a list of the different rooms and spaces in your home or apartment that could be cleaned up. Come up with a plan of how to get more organized. Can you sell stuff online to make a little extra money? Can you have a garage sale? If you're buying more than you're selling, stop. Get off Amazon and spend more time on making room in your life, literally and figuratively. Start small with one thing that you can part ways with. Trust us, you will start seeing a difference if you commit to it. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.